This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. His name's Anthony Lima. My name's Ken Carmen. Anthony Lima's a little bit critical of the offense with Kevin Stefanski. I am too. But the reason I'm telling you my name is because I am Ken Carmen. I am not Woody Hayes. If you're confused, you won't be when you listen to the podcast. And I want to know if white uniforms for the Cleveland Browns doomed forever. It's the emerging podcast scene brought to you by Extend Technologies. The first four hours were simply in a moose bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure, he's the one not dessert? Not for me. Yeah, good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, XTENDAV.com. What's happening, Tone? Well, Kenny, the fallout continues. Browns, 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 Browns. The fallout continues, and. White uniforms? I'm sitting here wondering about the uniform. <laughs> White uniforms? Uh, okay, so what did you think when you first saw them? Because when they made the announcement about the white helmets, I got really excited. I really did. I got excited. I thought if ever there was a a franchise and a brand, and I know this will be controversial to a lot of our older listeners, even though there is tradition with the white helmet, yes, is there not? Yes, there is. Yeah. Um, but I thought if there was a brand in the NFL that could use some freshening up, could use some creativity, and could also kind of go back to the roots because the last time we tried to get creative, it was abysmal with those uniforms that they wore when they had uh, Johnny Football. I thought it was the Browns. I thought they were due for something. And when I saw the helmets, I got really excited. When I saw last night's uniforms in the helmet, I was not as excited. Yeah, why? I didn't like the all-white. Really? I didn't. And I thought I would. In my mind, it makes losing them losing yeah, for whatever reason. It just made it weird. Take out the game. I know it's tough because they back, won. You can't, go back to a go back can't. to a time in which the game hadn't been played yet. Then, then this is a conversation for you two right now because I can't do it. Well, here's my only thing is I like the way that they did the shadowing around the numbers. Oh, okay. Specifically for this with that helmet because it's all uniform now. You know, like they had the the. The uh, alternate, the year, the Baker's first year that was just all brown with some orange on the side that they wore to get rid of the atrocious uniforms. And then they did another version the next year, but put no orange on it all. That looks stupid. I thought this looked great. But then I saw somebody tweet right before the game. They were like, when's the last time a feared and ferocious defense 
came in looking as clean as the Browns do because that was the that was the deal. They look clean. Okay. Right. Yeah. And you can't do that. And then people compared them to stormtroopers, and I'm not huge on this on the Star Wars mm-hmm. stuff, but stormtroopers traditionally horrible aims. Who was that, Kenny? No. Oh. <laughs> it was some other nerd. I don't know. Um, yeah, just the whole. I thought they looked fine. And now they'll forever be marred. As- well, that that is the question: Are they forever marred? Can they wear them again? Yeah, well, are they they're always, they're are they always going to be associated with the Nick Chubb disastrous injury game? I mean, the game to me is so. Uh, the Nick Chubb thing is on a level scale of one to one hundred. It's one fifty, and I think it's under. I think the no more rust argument against Watson is even bigger than that. They, that, that you don't because had Chubb not got injured and Watson still kind of looks the way he did, they would have been able to turn to Chubb at some point in the fourth quarter and ice that game away. Well, you don't have that, so you still can go. Well, you know, it's just game two and game one was bad with weather. Conditions were perfect for Watson last night, other than losing his starting tailback, and he was absolutely atrocious. And that's what I will forever remember those uniforms with is yep. how bad Watson was. Last you, night. I, I can't put away performance away from uniforms. The Cavs t-shirt jerseys look better because they won in those jerseys. Yeah, those are stupid. Yeah, they're terrible. I loved them at the LeBron time. Hated I go back and look at them now and go, what, what was happening? Yeah, I hated them actually. And the only thing well, that saved me I didn't is like that they, them when they first, but then they won. And so I'm like, yeah, they won in them. Yeah, That's great. The only thing that kind of saved me is that they're black. And I like, I, I just like black basically on everything. There's some jerseys, like there's some teams I don't think black needs to be instituted. Like the Eagles went through a phase where they put black in their uniform. And I think like, they still you know, do it as an alternate. Yeah, I don't think the they need Jets to do that. The Jets are doing it right yeah, now, I don't like, which I don't is like stupid. That. I don't like that. Like that late 90s, early 2000s, like black is everything. I'm like, no, no, the no, The only no, no, one no. that can really get away with it is like the Falcons who have the red. Well, yeah. The Ravens. Because they, they have the same color yeah, scheme as. But that's as, part of, it's part of their yeah. primary color. And, and when Georgia has had the black helmet, I thought that that looked really excellent. Yeah. Or like New Cardinals are doing it. Yeah. The Cardinals I, look stupid. Yeah. Like, red and white is red and white. Like, leave it out. Like, I I don't like, I like it used in, like, I like the Browns colors. Don't, oh, we don't need to put black in there. Right. Obviously, because, you know, you don't want to get confused with the Bengals and everything. But you don't need to put black in there. Like, it, it, like for some uniforms, it kind of is what it is. And I don't need to put a bunch of black I in there. I just think my issue was the white pants. I don't, I don't think they needed to go white pants. Yesterday, they could have gone orange pants. Did they wear orange pants back in the day? I imagine they probably wore white pants too. I thought the oranges didn't come around until uh, I'm pretty positive they wore orange pants or they wore white pants back in the day. Mary Motley, maybe maybe that was my complaint. Either way, um, I I guess that's that's a rough start to that combo. I don't, I have no idea how how long or how often can they even wear just. Those because I know the NFL's changing the rules so much on that stuff. I don't know. I, I they've already I, announced before the season that they were going to wear them three times okay. this year. Oh wow! I, I remember being so upset. All white. It was it was that game, the Jets game, which is the Thursday night game. I'd like and to see I it forget at home. The third one. I'd like to see it at home with the brown. The Jets game was a home game, I think. Right. I'd like to see the white helmet with the brown shirt then, or the brown jersey. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, it's Get a, a weird real thing. Doesn't it feel like they got their asses handed to them and they didn't? Yes. Like, it feels like they just and got technically, their asses handed Technically, to they outscored the Steelers' yeah. offense 22-12. to 12. Yeah. Well, so, like, so 86 plays. That's a ton of plays. The Browns were on offense the entire game. 
They had 10 more minutes of yeah. possession. Yes, yeah, so there were so many opportunities, and you're thinking, well, if you're going to have – did they end up with 16 drives, 15 or 16 drives? 16, I think. If you are going to end up with that many drives, there's so many opportunities. The problem is that's the one team that it's like you are going to see T.J. Watt rushing the quarterback for four hours, which is what it was yesterday. Right. He never slowed down. He's he's so relentless. Uh, he is just so annoying because he's Johnny on the spot in every way. And then guys I've never heard of, which has been the M.O. of the Steelers for how many years? I know about Highsmith now. Obviously, he's come to his own. He got the huge contract. But every year, it's new guys that are coming in. You mentioned Spillane. Yeah. And, Ken, you've mentioned Spillane over the years. Ad nauseum. They had other guys yesterday. I, I disagreed with one of our our hosts here at The Fan once because he was just ranting and raving about Robert Spillane. I'm like, Robert Spillane is not that good. Watch him against any other team. Or He's on not that good. Had it, had it or not on been team. against the Browns yeah. where yeah. he has the game, then you go, who is this guy? Yes, exactly. Like no thrills to ever bring him in. And, and it's the same thing like uh, Elijah Riley. Year, people, when the linebacking core was decimated, they yeah. about bringing him like, in. Like, I don't know what will happen with Elijah Riley, but, like, that's – guys, it's just – there is a thing about certain players playing in a certain uniform. That's like the TJ, 37's name, right? Yeah, man. TJ Watt could be playing for the for the Houston Texans. Well, that's a terrible example. Yeah. Uh, TJ Watt could be playing for the Indianapolis Colts, and, and TJ Watt would be TJ Watt. Um, but he plays in that uniform, so it makes it more prolific because he's a defensive player. and that, that He's their all-time leading yes. sacks leader now. Yes, that, that organization. organization that has played yes. such yes. great defense. It's so he weird. He leads them, and I feel like he's got – Eight more years left in the league. Because if you look at our, if you look at the Browns' history, the Browns' history is basically all offensive. Like you got Clay, and now Miles. Um, You know, it could have been Don Rogers. You know, Eric Eric Turner got Eric Turner was gone, then got sick and passed away. Um, But yeah, maybe Hanford and and uh, yeah, like. The, okay, like you got Hanford and Frank Minifield, but right. I, like, but that those was are more because of the story. Yeah, yeah, like you go anywhere, and it's like, oh, the, the seventy Steelers down. defense and Joe Green and right. da, 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 da. I mean, Jim Schwartz did it down the line. You know what I mean? Like, they're known as the defensive organization, and we've always been the right. like Otto Graham, Jim Brown, Lou Groza, da, 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 down the line, like right. that type of thing. Right. And so I, I think that with them. It's harder to stand out, but at the same time, we take you and, and and we as fans build you up to be something. Like Robert Spillane, again, is a jag with the Chicago Bears or anybody else. But with Pittsburgh, we're talking about him. And Elijah but Riley, who about, no one knew of yeah, before yesterday. Army, I had to look him up. Undrafted yeah. out of Army. Who? Elijah Riley. Elijah Riley, yeah. Okay, but then Larry Ogunjobi and this show... On this station, anybody that's listened Devin to us Silva. for yeah. a long time knows the Nadamakan Sue comparisons and how I rolled my eyes. We made fun of him. So he ends up with the Bengals. They go to the Super Bowl. Right. And just he by, gets hurt. Just by virtue of them going so far and or, or just the, him throughout the, on a good team that you're seeing or hearing about, you know, you're hearing more about Ogan Joby than you would on the Browns when they were bad. Yeah. And now he's on the Steelers and did you see a difference between him and Cam Hayward? No. They had no Cam Hayward yesterday. Well, and, and then Larry Ogunjobi comes in and looks just as dominant as freaking Cam because Hayward. Joe Buck brought it up. He had one and a half sacks last year. It was against the Browns. That's <laughs> where he got his one and a half. So he many. He played out of his mind last night. He had, you know, pressures, fumble recoveries. Yeah. I mean. You know, we see these guys missing. Again, they are 
And I think Mike Tomlin does have a couple of turds in that punch bowl over there with his coaching staff. You know, I'm 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 not a big Matt Canada guy. Ugh. I don't think anybody is. But you know that those guys are going to be fit up and ready to go defensively. I mean, he's a defensive guy. You know they're going to be ready to go that way. And they were. And I think that that's what's so disheartening. And also what's disheartening is that, you know, we, we kind of lost the opportunity to have a cover-up again. Because there's no way you and I would have walked into the studio today and went ranting and raving and ripping the Browns had they won the game. The only difference was the final score. Because if he wouldn't have fumbled that ball, they would have won that game. It might have been 25-19. They might have been able to get a field goal. And what I was so disappointed in, and we can talk about this on the show. I don't want to turn the podcast into an extension of the show, really, on the, a lot of ways. Is he lost his head, man? You're you're getting face masks. You're getting in arguments it's with the players weird, on the other sideline. Weird. I mean, there's no violently pushing the ref or anything like that. I thought that was a little crazy, but he, I mean, he did put his hands on the ref. There's no doubt about that, and that's a no-no. So there's, I mean, there's a big issue. I mean, God, if he gets suspended, I don't. No, nah, it ain't gonna happen. So I'm not even gonna bring that up. But uh, by the way, oh, let me throw we'll, this by you. Okay. Is there a possibility he could get suspended? And no. I just don't want to deal with that. No. Oh, okay. No. I want to make sure you're you're my no. personal I saw, ombudsman. I saw I saw one guy. It was Mike Florio, who we've had on. I think he's very interesting, Mike Florio. I get that he is not a Sean Watson fan, and so fans here are going to hate Mike Florio's guts until you know Deshaun Watson's gone, and then it'll be the next guy. Who knows? But I did not see anything there. Anything there? What uh, that was contemptible? Anything that, that wasn't was, malicious, right? No. You could sus- you could find him. Not you no. Don't need there to is a difference. Him. Putting your hands on a referee in a way that would be like disgraceful would be getting in his face, arguing with the ref, then putting his hand on him. In this case, he was just he was the just like, "Here I've, you go. Can you get to the side?" Please? The only time I remember that is when, and it was, yeah, you could understand it was Orlando Brown. Right. When he got hit, yeah. he got hit in the he, eye. And then he ended up losing his vision over it, yeah. right? I cannot believe yeah, what a freak yeah. accident. It bothered him the rest of his life. Right. That is why you're going to laugh at me. You know how crazy I am with my eyes? And I'm like, Axel has to have a visor. He yeah, has to that. play with a visor. So I got I him a visor. That. Yeah, I totally yeah. get that. I'm like, he cannot play without a visor because of every, like, hands in I the mean, face mask. The will still get in there. But yeah, it's it lessens the. Yeah, uh, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just weirded out by it. I'm like, nope, he'll always have a visor. As long if I have to take him to a doctor, and they father. make you take it off, say what? Um, if it's tinted, no, he's got a clear visor. I, I, he's not out there. OBJ. Yeah, he ain't got the, yeah, he ain't got the drip, dude. No, like yeah. he, he'll always have a clear visor. That's about to go in for a touchdown against the Jets, and then they go, ah, get him. There was a couple kids who got tinted visors on an Exos football team, and I got very frustrated because I'm like, where are you looking at? Yeah, are you, you paying attention to me? Should, that should not be allowed. It shouldn't be allowed. Well, it's, you can well, if you have a doctor's in ex- high prescription. School, it's not, but oh you're God. dealing with a lot of guys in Foot Locker jerseys out there. Yeah, trying to you, ref these games. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, that was a. Uh, and so I, uh, I might have um, every once in a while, you'll see a guy and he's got the OHSAA patch on his shirt and he comes out and he's like, hey, this is how we're doing it today. And you're like, oh, he's he's done this before. Yeah, yeah, but most real. of the time, it's guys that are just doing CYO games and all that. Before other stuff, Ken, yeah. I know you had, you had a story from the weekend. No, nah, I don't really want to okay. tell it. I embarrass myself. Well, I, oh, why I, thought not? Was, I got time. I thought it was unbelievable. But if you want to get to that, we hold off for two seconds because I am conflicted. And you seem to be a bigger, you are engulfed in the rivalry with the Steelers more than I am. Oh, I love it. I don't have any Steeler fans in my life. 
So uh, the, nobody's living right next Glad to me. Glad you brought this up. So I want to know from you, what are we supposed to do as a show, as a station, as a city, in what looked to be a great show of sportsmanship last night by the hated Steeler fans? The fan base that we hate the most, we crack the most jokes you about. You take it. What are we supposed to do you remember that they seem to give a nice tribute the, you to re, Nick Chubb? You remember this stuff if things ever get serious. I don't want them to be nice about Nick Chubb. But you remember this. I secretly this. wanted I know. them to say nasty but things. But you remember this when things ever get serious. Like when, when the Browns left... And Steeler fans were wearing the orange, like, either shirt or armband or something yeah. like that. Like, that's it's like, and Art Rooney voted against it. Like, that's, it's like, okay, this is serious now. Like, if there's ever, like, such, like, a bad thing that happens in a city, you're kind of like, okay. Like, we got to put down our our weirdness here for a second because it's just sports. And, and then acknowledge and it and then go back other. to hating them again? Yes. Yes. Um there has to be some acknowledgement of of humanity with our with our with our uh, do I say friends? I don't know. There has to be an acknowledgement of humanity with the people over there. Like I think you know people. I don't know. I get a little bit perturbed with Pony. I didn't like the shirt that I saw yesterday. That was a little bit much. But um, I do care for him, and uh, he is my buddy. Uh, but yeah, I. I uh, there there has there's sometimes when things get real and you have to kind of put down those swords and 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 then all of a sudden you pick them back up like okay they're gonna play again in November what is it November twelfth I think it's or eighteenth I think yeah oh nineteenth early 19th. for a Ooh, late season I'm, it, it's like I'm gonna miss that I think pre-game. it's game ten yeah they, they it's game ten okay. of the season I'm gonna miss that pregame I uh, I'm going to Notre Dame for the Notre Dame Wake Forest game. I already got my Lou Holtz hat. You need the neck brace. I told you. I'm not getting the neck brace. I'm Get not Vince McMahon. The neck brace. I don't want to tell a story about how I got thrown out and of Axel's game. Breaker. I don't want to tell it. Oh, I'm getting a hoodie. I'm getting, no. but it's a zip up. Yeah. It's like a vinyl zip up. You're not doing it right then. Uh, well, yeah, find me one that fits from the 1990s, Owen. I will. I yeah. I'm going to the camping world after. Oh, okay. Um, I don't want to tell a story about me almost. No, I honest. think you need to. You really want me to? No, I don't want to tell I a got story. Plenty. I, okay, let's uh, talk Lima about how care. bad Watson was again last night. No, let's go. Lima doesn't Bring care. Back on. Do you care? No, I just, uh, oh, he about said no. your story? Yeah. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You sure? Yeah, because what I told told my wife about this a little bit, and, you know, she can't believe youth sports. She She can't believe the stories and the viral videos of people going after officials, of fans going after. I know, and I'm so cognizant of that. because What I am worried about is we can sit here on, uh, you know, in our ivory tower and judge all these idiots until I'm in the exact same situation yeah. doing the exact same thing. Like I, <laughs> there must I, be a reason this is happening. Yeah. I, um, I, so a couple weeks ago we had a bi- <laughs> we had a bye week because we need to make the youth wow. season even longer. Well, it's because you start too early, but we've played two. No, games. but we. You say we start our season too early, but we don't practice enough before the season. Right. That's and what I got. I'm saying. I mean, I got a whole theory. When was your first practice? Um. We started, I wanted to say, August 19th, and we our first practice was probably two weeks ahead of that. Yeah, we we practiced on July 31st, and we played our first game September yeah. 9th. Oh, I asked the guy yesterday, in, or Saturday in Manchester, I go, when's your sign-ups in? He's like, I think June 14th. I go, yeah, we got we to gotta move this up. We got we got to move this up. We got to yeah. Because everybody again, people are saying, oh, we want we don't want specialization. Okay, well, Junior's going to go to baseball practice, and then he's going to go to football the next right. day. That's crazy. And and we don't have to throw on pads yet. We ain't got to do that. But we gotta we gotta fit up and do some things. But I I I, I explained this to Lima. So Axel's little flag football team won the championship undefeated last year. Last they tied year. the first game of the season, so they were once tied, but everything else they won, and it was great. But we were playing with second graders in a league that had a lot of teams that only had first graders. Well, the chickens are coming home to roost this year because we had a season. I asked Owen about this. I said, during COVID, did you guys have a year? He's like, yeah, I think we only played like five games, though. We didn't. We had no season COVID year. So I got, I got kids who are a year older than Axel who are more physically grown that have never played football. And uh, they're getting better, but... We haven't shown up in the win column yet, but they're getting better. Anyway, you start like the days go on, and you like I think in your head you keep a clock on how much time you spend, and also you see them getting better. And some of the kids are caring. Like I'll use my son as an example because he's my son. Axel is not. He's like his dad when it comes to football. He is trying, but he he's not very good. But he's really starting to get the hang of it a bit. And he's really getting his the nose in there. there. The body hasn't caught up. Yeah, he's there. really enjoying the game, which is what I wanted him to do, and he's really loving it. And How it's, are his shoe size? What's his shoe size? Uh, I'm not sure what his shoe size is. It's a kid's is there whatever. there going to be some growth there? I hope so, because he is – People, th- there was a kid who was ejected from Axel's football game, and they thought it was my kid because he was a very large kid. And he's not my kid. I go, my kid's right there. How tall is your dad? My dad's f- well now he's rickety and no. crooked, but um, he was five ten, five eleven, and my mom was like five seven, five eight. So, I'm that's why I'm bigger than both my parents. I think you get your size from your mom's side, because I'm like your mom's mom's dad. Yeah, or something. my both my grandfathers were tall. My, both my grand my grandfather yeah. on my dad's side was six feet, and my grandfather on my mom's side was definitely six feet. Oh, I'm the grandfather. Um, I am so I'm I'm large and my cousin Jimmy's large too. Um he's thinner than me certainly. 
So we're taller people, bigger people. Cousin, my uncle Jim's a big guy too. So there's some size there. But my wife, everything, everybody in their family is just little bleeps, just little Italian people. Yeah. And that's where Axel gets it from. And so they're all, my sons are all small. Anyway, I didn't really want to go down that road. So this kid gets thrown out. He shoved another kid. I didn't see it, right? He gets thrown out. They say he's out for a half. So this kid is inconsolable on the sidelines. And I'm talking to him. I'm like, yeah, you know, you cost your team, but you got to get ready for the second half because we're in the game. Yeah, I mean, we're playing. It's not over. The team we're playing is undefeated. We're in the game. And I'm going, we, I want the boys to taste victory once before the end of the season because my goal is I want you to play next year. I want you to enjoy the game, and I want you to play next year. And then want to come yeah, back. Yeah. I don't need to sit there. I mean, I kind of let them have it at the end of the game because I said, I go, listen, man, you guys can't do this for us. I'm just a screaming old man at you guys. I, we're all someone's dad. We are not pros. We are not head coaches, football coaches. We are just somebody's dad. I go, you guys got to play for each other. It ain't me. Okay? But – they're they're kids. They you know yeah, some of them just don't understand. That. I think some do, and that's what makes it frustrating is that you can see some are getting some it. of the young leaders. Like yes. you could tell that they are going to be some in. Some are getting it, yeah. and this kid. So this kid who's starting to get it, and you can tell he's physically better than a lot of the players. He gets tossed for the first half, and so we put him out there in the second half. We're down twelve six. We put him out there in the second half, and all of a sudden whistle blows. Ref comes walking over. I'm tying my shoe. My shoe came untied. I'm tying my shoe. Ref comes over to him and says, you got to get out of there. And I, I mean, my, my veins just popped right out of my face. And I go walking over there. And I'm an assistant. I should not have been out there. I, but everybody thinks I'm the head coach because I'm the loudest easily. And I, go, and I go right up to the side judge. I go, what are we doing here? What is this? Well, we're playing by high school rules, so he's out for the rest of this game. I go, since when are we playing by high school rules? He goes, we're always playing by high school rules. I go, oh, we're playing by high school rules when they came out and made us have five down linemen out of nowhere or four down linemen out of nowhere when we could just stand people up because they don't do that in high school. I go, we we need to stop making rules up as we go along. We're not doing this. They did this last year, and it becomes frustrated since parents at each other. And he goes, I'm sorry, sir, we're doing high school rules. And I go... And this is where I knew I was getting out of line. I look at this guy and I go, really? Because I'm doing high school football every single Friday night, and I've never seen you out there. Which is such a childish, stupid, childish thing Really? I talk about football on the radio every day. How do you even know about football? So all of a sudden he says, I have stood next to Willis McGahee and his body parts in the locker room. I have been invited in a game of talk with a butt-ass naked Willis McGahee, sir. I went you to are Joe no. Thomas's Hall of Fame party. You are no butt-ass naked Willis McGahee, okay? And I go, you got – when I said that, he goes, you're pushing it. I go, I understand I am. That's why I'm saying it. I'll walk he? away now. How old was he? This man's older than me. Okay. He's definitely older than me. And he goes, by this time, the kid's mom is out on the field, and she is not happy. Because her son's crying. Yeah. Son's crying again. And I'm mad you because sports are so much fun. I got this poor kid to stop being a ball of tears. And like, hey, you messed up. I don't know what you did. You messed up. And you let your team down. But we got to get it going in the second half because we have a chance. So you can make up for it here. Nope, he's out of the game. And so he, he goes, and you need to calm her down, too. I go, you're the one who can't keep control of the game. You can take care of mom, <laughs> sir. And that's what. And I walked away because I go, if I say anything more, I'm going to get thrown out of here, and it's just going to be a bad look. Because the coaches, have... remember, we were at Manchester. Zach came to the game. 
Zach came before the game started to say hi. Jackson. Mm-hmm. And the coaches know Zach. Put a little action on it. Yeah, the coaches know Zach. They know me. The one's calling me by my name. I never met the guy in my life. And I'm going, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embarrass myself. I'm going to get thrown right out of here. We end up. We played a really tight game. End up losing. Okay, a couple things. So was because uh, we got to decompress this and, and go through it. And I was embarrassed by what I said. I was embar- I embarrassed myself. I, I could tell shame. when you told me the story. You felt really bad about it. If he wasn't his age, if he were like our age, you would have never done that, right? I think it was the fact that you were talking to somebody that was. I'm- I butter up refs. I don't know, man. I butter really? up refs. Yeah. I'm a no. I honestly, Owen, I'm a butterer upper. No, like, I we, learned that over the, when I was just an assistant coach. I would probably have done what you did, but I learned that they're going to tell you their name at the beginning of the game, right? Yeah. I say it in my head like five times over and over again, over again, so that I know their names. So we I have go, a hey, personal relationship. Hey, Russell. Russell. Hey, what what are you seeing that you're calling the hold on thirteen there? For? Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes. Oh, I just, he had his jersey a little bit. Instead of going, there's no hold. What are you talking about a hold? Yeah, Yeah, because they're so conditioned, especially the high school refs. And the other thing about youth refs on Saturday, like I played a game at 1 o'clock in Ridgeville last Saturday. It was already this ref's, like, fourth game of the day. And he did my older son's game after that. Yep. And the, the guy who's my defensive coordinator got into it a little bit with him. And normally he's... The calm guy and I'm the loud guy, and I'm just like Brian, dude. There's no point, man. This guy is burnt. It like the weather was great, right? But that sun was kicking down on Saturday, and you could see he was. And it's the he only was way. And like, yeah, it's the only way to do this to is to commit to doing as many games yeah. as yeah. possible to make it worth well, your while. Because it's, well, yeah. it's twenty five bucks yeah. maybe on so gotta, a Saturday per game. So you got to do all the games. Yeah. Are you gonna go for an hour for tw- an an hour for twenty five bucks is fine, but it's like. Giving up your day, or <gasps> oh, yeah. let's go make one fifty on the on a Saturday. Yeah, I'm cool with that. And you still can go out that night and all that. But they, uh, the, the so a couple weeks before, like again, they're playing better. So like we played it, we played this team in Ellet, which beautiful facility by the way. Congratulations, Congratulations to the uh, to the fine folks of the neighborhood Ellet. Ellet, Ellet, and they had this fourth grader who you could tell this kid can fly, and he's just going to be a man child someday. And and we went out there, and and oh, we had a bunch of kids. I remember we had a bunch of kids sick because it was like the week after the first week of school, and then the power went out. So that was it. I and we just were not competitive that afternoon. And so there's nothing to say to the refs. I'll pile around with the refs all day because we're just we're getting through it the best we can. I'm gonna have a good attitude about this because I know what's I know what's happening. I can't let the kids know that, but I know what's gonna happen. So we were cool. The next week we are in this game, and I mean it is a it is a sledgehammer youth football game, man. And we put the ball on the ground. With like three minutes left, and these are seven minute quarters, Anthony, and everybody runs. I mean, it's a possession a quarter, if that. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So you ain't getting like Running we're not gonna clock. get the yeah, yeah we're not gonna get the ball back with a minute left like it's over, and I remember looking at the ref going you sure about that you positive he fumbled <laughs> and then like the next play I went up to the ref I go you know I just have to make myself feel better right? right I know you made the right call I just had to make myself feel better he was totally cool and he laughed he knew it and they're cool guys for the most part they're cool guys and and honestly Lima you have no idea how many refs. 
come up to me and want to say something nice to you and me about some of the things that we've said on, on the refs about getting paid here over the last couple of years. Right. So I'm a friend of the refs. That's why I got so down on myself over going, you didn't need to do that. But that, it was like... We, we backed the boys in Zebra. Yeah. And I'm like, you didn't <laughs> need to do that. You're, 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 you're making it tougher on them. You yeah. need more refs, not less. You need more, not less. And like, because there was one in the first half where it, this the, clearly the spot was ten yards off. I mean, the guy gave us ten yards. This kid got ran out of bounds, and these fans are these parents are losing right. their minds on the ref. And I think that's in my head. So and I'm like, think, this guy Kenny, isn't that good of a ref. And well, I'm like, we're making the, it up as we the go. The biggest deal when it comes to that and parents at this age, and I know everybody wants to see their kids succeed when they get their opportunities on a yeah. football field. But just comparing it to high school, even high school, there's some sort of organization to the event, right? There's a your local police force is there as well. But you know, the athletic director has it set up some way. Parents get mad, but they're up at the stands, and there's you know a thousand of them sometimes at the at these games, right? Where it's all kind of just a yeah. murmur. When you're out here and there's you know forty boys between the two teams and seventy parents, yep. eighty parents, yep. And they're all spread so, out over a hundred yards. You can definitely you hear, hear every everything. word. Okay, Anthony, so every single thing we said. had referenced Malcolm Gladwell going on the Bill Simmons podcast yes. about a month ago, where he wanted to reinvent using best practices around the world. He studied around the world how they were doing youth sports. Yeah, to the point where he brought up squash. Okay, in England, I think it was. That was yeah. great. Yeah. You so you lost me, but he, yeah. So he he did want to look at and examine how these things were being utilized elsewhere, and so he was looking at things, you know, in a similar way in uh, how we do analytics, you know, the market inefficiencies to what are we doing wrong in this country for youth sports. So if we were to ask and poll people in our audience, what do you think we're getting wrong? What do you think the first thing people will say? We put ourselves in our kit. We we forget to have fun. We get very competitive yeah. for Winning. our children. Okay. Everybody wants to win more than anything. But else. we all. Okay. But it took but me guys until our about age, five years ago to realize. That. But this no. is the problem. Guys our age have this crap shoved down our yep. throats about you guys just want a participation trophy. You guys just want the wussification of America. Mm-hmm. I go no. I did not, at five years old, I did not go out and get myself a trophy. Somebody's parents in an older generation got us Mm -hmm. participation trophies. I didn't do that. I sure as hell didn't do that. And honestly, I don't give a bleep if my kid gets a medal. I don't care. I don't care. But we are we are so focused on. You'd care if it was a well deserved one. And I see you. I, I'll tell you this. Oh, I do. I, but that's yeah. what I mean. We care if it's well deserved. Yeah. But honestly, if Axel just makes it through the season, and you want to give him a certificate of, hey, you made it through the year. Congratulations. I don't give a bleep. Who cares? Yeah. It could end up on the floor. It could end up on his wall. I don't know. Whatever it is. Is it that big of a deal just to say you made it through the year? No, it's really not. But because. Our egos get involved. That's part of it. And also, I mean, there is we do a lot more town to town to town because we're in smaller communities. Avon Lake is a is a larger community than ours. You're a D two school, right? We are. Yeah. But so, we play I play in a league with fourteen teams. That's and that's we West have we have Lake, the same thing down Ridgeville, there. Yeah. You know, all of our yeah. surroundings. But you have how many teams in Avon Lake? Well, sure. Just third and fourth grade? Yeah. We have five. That's amazing to me. How many players yeah. are on your team? Now it's fifteen. It's seven on seven. It's called rookie tackle. It's yeah. something that the Browns and the NFL have 
tried to adjust to to you play on a forty yard field and it's not as wide. Well, that's fun, but yeah. it's it's to give you more competition. Yeah, we're having we have a hundred yards, yeah. fifty yeah. by fifty, a hundred yards, and it's eleven on eleven. And it's wow. we got twenty players on the team. So by the second game comes around, dude, they're gassed. Yeah, they're gassed. And you're playing two a day and, and, sometimes. And, and, yeah. And all I'm doing, That's all crazy. I'm saying is effort. All I'm saying in the second game is effort and instruction because we're allowed to be out there and be in the B game. I'm out there on defense for the B game. And well, I, I know how you feel about it. We've talked about it. And like a guy like Lima and some guys listening will roll their eyes at this. I'm telling you, Lima, the second Enzo the baby. Gets involved in basketball, mm-hmm. you are going to have to fight it. Yeah. You are going to have to fight it. I'm. T- I have to fight it every day. I have to fight it every day. Like we are not here for competition. I want my son can go compete when he gets to Streetsboro Middle School or Junior High or whatever the hell they call it. In seventh grade, and he's playing for the high school team, and I wash my hands of this whole thing, and that's it. If he gets to that level of football, right. maybe he doesn't want to do it after a while, but it seems that he is hell-bent on playing football. So if he does it, I wash my hands of the whole thing, and we move on. But, man, the stuff between the dads, it gets very petty. I mean, we got kids. I know a lot. There's one assistant who – there's a bunch of kids who were going to play this year. Their, their dads wouldn't let them play because of one assistant on one of the flag teams there. Yeah. And, I mean, that's how ugly it got. Well, so, and, and, by the way, I'm just as guilty because there was one situation where I wasn't going to let Axel play in Streetsboro. That's how that's how ugly it gets. Well, so, you uh, fight it every day. So, but when we were going through the things that you would want to fix, I think a lot of people, you know, the money people would say it's ridiculous. Okay, we've gone over that. Yeah. But what about parents? So, other places don't do it like this. And by the way, the United States, we didn't do it like this back in the seventies and eighties in youth sports. You dropped your kids off. You dropped your kids oh, off. We still do that. And that was that. Yeah, but you're you're considered a bad parent. No, if you're I just love the plop, parents who do that. If you're just plopping, you're considered. Why, why aren't you engaged with your kid? I, and why aren't I, you supporting I, them? Anthony, no disrespect. Hmm? I don't think you have any idea. I just don't think you're there yet. I I just I think that said it's said the same way that people go. Well, they don't teach cursive writing in schools. All my kids have had cursive writing taught to them. Or they say they don't do the Pledge of Allegiance anymore. All my kids do the pledge every day. It still happens. You just have to be there. You have to be in the middle of it. Wait, so what I'm asking is, I'm asking is all these these I have zero parents stay, and I have had okay that's for ten years. That that's what I'm saying because we see so many videos go viral of youth sports and going after the officials. And God, it happens in soccer. These these officials are running for their life, not in third world countries, in the United States. I almost swore. In the United States. Yeah. You see this, and I'm wondering, would we be better off if parents were not allowed? Like academy style? Y- yes. You're just not there. You're not there. You're not watching. I do think, I think it's, uh, we, we see it in wrestling, you know, because, and it's hard. You're in a small room because you're trying to keep that heat up and stuff. But when kids first come out, and especially <clears throat> we let the kindergarten and first grade parents, like it's just hard to see. There's well, there's a piece of glass like what's behind you, and that's all you can really see. You're standing out in the hallway. And the first two weeks, they're all packed in like sardines. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually they go, oh, my son didn't die today. I think I'm gonna. Safe, I yeah. think I'm gonna take this hour that I've got with they, no baby and go to Giant Eagle and get the things, the provisions I need. We are, and and some of this is is rightfully so. Sadly, we are less trusting of other adults mm-hmm. with our children yeah. than we've ever been. That's a societal thing. Yeah. And and there's there's another part, to, and and some of that again is that you know we've heard the horror stories about 
You know, I hate to say it about pedophilia, things yeah. like that. I mean, it's disgusting, I mean, but it's true. I have a I have a team meeting for every team. The yeah. first the first practice with just the parents, and it's just me going, please, please trust me. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, I, it, I just want what's best for. I ultimately I'm selfish and I want what's best for my kid, but my kid can't achieve team goals unless your kids it, are also there and we're all working together as it, a, as a community. It's that, and you are right. And it's also Lima. We're like social media. Like, there's no perfect way to do it. If you stay and watch practice, just because you're interested in watching practice, yeah. you're a helicopter parent, <laughs> right? Yeah. And there are like we got. I ain't gonna. Uh, maybe I should share this later. I know there's some kid. His dad is sitting there and and telling us we're wrong to oh, his son God. every chance he gets. Yeah. I know he's doing it. I know he's doing it because yep. I've seen him do it. But that's part of the uh, that that is part of the cross that you bear. Right? Yes. So uh, you got to deal with that. But if you don't, if you drop your kid off and go, well, then you're an absentee parent. Right. So you're a deadbeat. There's no mm-hmm. like uh, Liz. All right, we got Axel. He's our oldest. I got two little ones at home. My middle one needs a, a little more attention than a lot of other children. And so Liz has her hands quite full with the other two boys. And I mean, there was a ruckus already. And this is last year flag football. Why doesn't why doesn't his wife show up to these things? What's his wife doing? Right. Why is his wife not there? And my neighbor, who got, I, I love my neighbors because, I mean, they are. You think we love confrontations? These people love confrontations. You went on that couple's and retreat with them. Yeah, right? she walked by and she heard this lady. And I heard I heard a loud voice. And I looked over, and I go, I ain't getting involved in that. And it was over because she heard another mom. Why isn't his wife there? Why isn't his wife ever at these games? It's like she's got to watch the two other ones. This is Axel's time. This is this is, Axel has a lot of responsibility with three with two other boys there as the oldest boy. So this is Axel's time here. And Liz comes to as many games as she possibly can: football, baseball, basketball, whatever it is. But you got two little ones at home, and one who needs a little bit of extra attention. It's going to be a little bit more difficult. And, you know, my grandparents, his grandparents do not live in the same town. So that's difficult. Well, people don't always understand that. So now mom and dad are hearing things. They see things on Facebook. People are closer than ever, so they're gossiping. And so they don't trust other parents. They do not trust other parents. Like my dad, my dad, he would, and, and like he would push me away. And I knew he would confide in my mother about being used as a quote-unquote babysitter. And things like that. But at the same time, and, and there were a couple of parents, I'm sure, who gave my dad some bleep about playing time and things like that. But for the most part, it was a, it was a different atmosphere. It's like, all right, he's the coach. He's the one offering his time. That's it. Like, I told you, one of the days, I'm, I'm telling you, someone's going to say something to me, and I'm just going to go, here's my whistle. I'm going to go out of my truck. Good luck. Because that's the only thing you, you can do. You know what the best thing? that I've, The kid that's my tailback this year was on the team last year, and his dad was a stay-around every practice guy and i go guy's name's patrick i go patrick why don't you just be on the coaching staff why don't you just come coach with us and he's oh no i can't do that and i go you're here every day anyway i don't need you to like run run yeah. uh drills or anything just come be a coach just come stand over with us and eventually he did and now he's one of, he's i wouldn't you know he's a friend now we text each other about stuff but it was just like bringing him in but it's all on community i mean it is on it's how you do it within your individual and pods. I'll, I'll tell you this, and you'll notice this, because everybody, a lot of people are going to know, a lot of dads, when, when Izzy gets old enough and when baby Enzo does it, 
Um, they're going to know who you are. Yeah. I will tell you, I'm a, obviously I'm the loudest person there. So a lot of people think I'm the head coach just because I am the loudest, easily the loudest. This is my voice. And carries. you're friendly with everyone. And I am yeah. friendly with, with 99% of people. I'm basically a politician that never gets done campaigning. Yeah. But I've, I always remind myself my role. Like in, with the baseball, you are an assistant. You are not the manager. This is not your – and that's why I got so down on myself. I go, it's not your job to go yell at the ref. It's not my job. And there's been a lot of times where I'm like, don't say this. Everything's a suggestion. Everything's helpful because I'm a, I'm a critical person. You, I think you got three people sitting here, are real critical sons of bitches here. And I don't like the offense that we run. We're too young. But it's the high school offense, and every town does their high school offense, and that's the way it goes. And I know that I'm going to have to eat a lot of crap here so they know that offense and they're ready for it later on in, in their lives. And while that might not be the Malcolm Gladwell system, that's the system we've chosen in America, and I ain't going, I'm not going to stand in the way of it. But I'm not going to say anything and to a real, we need to change this and that. No, we don't. I, I get a little bit down because we have to do shotgun and spread and things like that, but at the same time, Ain't gonna kill anybody, and they're starting to pick it up. So, what's the point of giving it up when they're starting to actually pick it up and get something out of it there? So, it's a point of, you know, it's again, it's a, it's an exchange and a collaboration of ideas. It can't just be all one way, because I think that's when you start to run people off. But I, I didn't mean I want to talk about Colorado, but here we were today. It's good stuff. Thursday, we got Thursday. Yeah, we got Thursday. Talk about Colorado getting boat raced by Oregon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic, the step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.